Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Our Father, our God, we thank you for life, help, and strength. Thank you for last night rest. Thank you for a daily journey on today. We pray that everything went well with all of us, and we pray for health and strength. Now, Master, we ask that with thy will that you will intervene with the teacher, intervene with the students, let us get a word from you, and let us be able to apply it to our daily lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. Uh, you can wave. We're in your hands. When we think about the Corona 19, and and I remember in the beginning how sketchy the details were about what disease was like and where it come from and how bad it was, and and when you think about it, it it, it was a whole uh, bit of not the tr- not the whole truth, and sometimes never the truth. And when you look at the doctors that have come forth since Biden was elected, and many of them said they they knew what they saying was not the whole truth, but they were afraid to go against the the president, which was Trump at the time. This lesson kind of gives us a glimpse of of, of, of what he was talking about. Uh, the point of this lesson is to show us how many leaders that lead according to the ways of the world and and they seek to have their advisors give them advice that pleases them and, and not to have them speak the truth to them. Uh, on the other hand, those leaders that follow the principles and the, work and, and the will of God will look for uh, advisors that will tell them the truth regardless of where he's pleasing or not. In this evening lesson, we have two kings, King Ahab, king of the northern tribe, and King Jehoshaphat, king of the southern tribe. And these two kings uh, have met and formed an alliance. And they are King... uh, Ahab, uh, and Ahab, uh, maybe I ought to say a little bit about who Ahab is. Ahab is married to Jezebel, and Ahab has some, uh, well, let's say in, in the chapter before this, we find that Ahab wanted a vineyard that belonged to Nebob, and Ahab asked him, to, could he buy it or trade for it, or, and and the boy said, no, he didn't want to sell it. And Ahab was used to having his way, the way a lot of leaders are, are used to having his way. So he actually went and, 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 and potted about it like a child. And Jezebel comes up and says, ask him what's wrong. And she finds out he's mad because he didn't possess this man's vineyard. And she plots to have Nimbard, uh says that he blessed him. Blasphemy against God and against the king. 
and she got some false people to testify that he did that, and them boy dies. It's killed. And <laughs> then Josephel tells uh, uh, Ahab, go down and possess that, that vineyard that you wanted. And, of course, uh, the prophet uh, Elijah goes and tells, uh, God sends Elijah to tell him that he has no right to possess that property because it's not his. But that's the type of person that Ahab is. King Josephat, on the other hand, is a man that believes in God and dedicated to doing what's right. And so these are the two that's involved in here. And and the other person involved is the 400 prophets, and uh, which are false prophets, and uh, Micaiah, which is the prophet of God. And so uh, Ahab asked King Jehoshaphat to go get with him against the Assyrians and take back a piece of land that's uh, called Gilead. That, that really has been said that belongs to them to begin with. And so Ahab, uh, and in his willingness to do what he wants to do, says, I says 400 prophets, well, how do they see things going? And the 400 prophets says, go and possess it. The Lord will deliver it in your hand. He's on your side. Uh, but King Yosefet says, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need somebody that is a prophet of God uh, to tell me what's going to happen when we go against the Assyrian uh, nation. And then he asked him, said, is there anybody here that, 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 will, that is a true prophet of God that can, I, we can call and, and, and he'll tell us what the truth really is. And so uh, Ahab says, well, yeah, that's one. Uh, Micaiah, we could call him, he says, but but uh, he's kind of like Trump. He says, now, if I if you call him, uh, if I lose this election, it'd be, it'll be because it's crooked. It won't be because uh, uh, I actually lost it. So he says, now, if you call Micaiah, uh, he's going to prophesize against me. He always does. And it, it's not that, 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 that uh, uh, it's that way. It's just that he always prophesies against me. And so this is what, that's where the lesson picks up. Now, when the king Ahab sent his servant to get Micaiah, his servant tells him, said, now, Micaiah, you better prophesy with the 400 prophets because they don't already prophesy that that uh, God's going to be with them. And uh, for your own life's sake, you better prophesy with what King Ahab prophets have already said. And so this is what a lesson picks up and says, and so he came to the king that being Micaiah, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go against uh, Rumble Gilead to Bella, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, go and prosper, for the Lord will deliver it into your hand. So uh, uh, Micaiah has, has prophesied with the uh, 400 prophets. Not because it is the truth, 
but because he knows that's what uh, King Ahab wants to hear. So we see the reason uh, Micaiah was not included in the 400 prophets is because uh, the king did not want to hear an unfavorable report. So Micaiah, uh, Micaiah is actually prophesizing the way he posted, uh, uh, the way King Ahab wants him to prophesy. But now you remember Ahab had already said he's going to prophesy against him. So Ahab turns around and says, uh, and, and the king said unto him, how many times shall I adjourn thee that thou tell me nothing but what is the truth in the name of the Lord? And so Ahab, knowing that uh, Micaiah is, is, is uh Marking him, in other words, he knows that he's he's telling him what he wants him to hear. Now he done told uh, Jehoshaphat that he's going to prophesy against him, and so now he's either he's going to have to tell him to tell the truth, or uh, he's going to have to see that. Uh, but uh, Micaiah is is prophesizing what he said he wasn't going to do. So it says that, and Micaiah, Ahab is just is displeased with the mockery of. Micaiah, Ahab did not dismiss, dismiss it, but rather he summoned him to tell the truth. So in other words, he knows that the, the, what the false prophet has said is not the truth. Uh, so he says, tell me nothing but what which is the truth in the name of the Lord. Even King Ahab knew the difference between the prophets of Hills and the prophets of Jehovah. Ahab makes a distinction and the way that he poses the question to him, to the 400 prophets, Ahab did not mention the request from them that they prophesied in the name of the Lord. Uh, the Lord is not mentioned when the king Ahab seeks the prophecy from his prophets. And that's seen in verse 6. But here in verse 16, the king says to uh, Achaiah to prophesy in the name of the Lord. Uh, you ought to be. We can see the clear comparison between uh, the difference that is being made. The false prophet does not prophesy uh, by King Jehovah because they can't. They they are uh, prophets that believe in uh, idolatry. They do not believe in the Lord. So nobody that does does not a prophet of God can prophesy about what God wants them to say. And so verse seventeen says, and he said, I saw. Uh, all this was scattered unto the hills as sheep that have not shepherds. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house. So, uh, Micaiah is, is now telling the truth as he saw, as it, as he saw, as he know the Lord uh, wants him to prophesy. So he said, And I said, I saw all this was scattered upon the hills as the sheep. That have no shepherd. Micaiah gives the method of receiving God's prophet truth. And he's talking about in a vision. God showed him in a vision what was going to be the outcome of king invasion against the king of Syria for the territory of Gilead. So he, he he's not only is he prophesizing, but he's telling him what the Lord has showed him. So he's not just making up something. And he says, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as the sheep that have not a shepherd. 
The vision is a message of a warning and a prophecy of defeat. If the kings would not hear the prophecy and not invade Syria, their life and defeat would be deferred. If they ignored the prophecy in which they did, uh, did the outcome would end in defeat of the king and the armies and the death of Ahab. So Ahab is actually ignoring what he knows is true prophecy. Uh, he wants to, somebody to tell him what he want to hear. Uh, the sheep that have no shepherd is a prophecy of King Ahab's death. And, he said, and the Lord said, these have no master. Let them return every man to the house in peace. Ahab it will die in the belly, and the remaining soldiers will return to their home without having to fight. Uh, for their uh, fight their way back. So, Micaiah has prophesied what they, uh, Ahab should be able to see. But Ahab is so convinced that he needs to have a false truth. He wants the proof of, of, of what he wants it to be, not what the truth really is. He wants his way. Uh, so God will spread their lives. God will not allow the army of Syria to pursue the armies of the invading king. So Israel will return to their home in peace, but Ahab won't. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me, but evil? So he's going back to uh, saying, now see there, I told you what was going to happen. Uh, uh, Micaiah, he's going to prophesy the way he prophesied. Yeah, uh, 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 I told you that before he came in here. In other words, He's not prophesizing the truth. He's prophesizing uh, against me. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, did I not tell you? When leaders only seek uh, from their counsel what they want to hear, they will find their counsel saying what they believe the leaders want them to hear. Um, this is a sure way of never getting the truth on any issue. The 400 prophets were doing exactly what Ahab wanted them to do. They were saying exactly what he wanted them to say. But a true prophet of God can must tell the truth at all times. Uh, whether it pleases us or not, a true prophet had to say, thus said the Lord, this is what it's going to be. Because the Lord is only going to tell you what is the truth. Did I not tell thee that he would prophesize against concerning me, but evil? Ahab reemphasized his previous account of Micaiah's prophecy that he uh, not only wanted to prophes- the prophet of God to be believed, but to be accepted. So he's saying that, see, he, I told you and told you that he's he not going to say nothing good about me. And he said, here died therefore the words of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the hosts of heaven standing by him on, on his right hand and on his left. The hatred of King Ahab against the truth and the barrels of truth is obviously seen uh, uh, in these uh, previous verses. Uh, Ahab definitely don't want to hear nothing about the truth. If the Ahab had finished his negative and objective speaking, Micaiah speaks in a parable form 
uh, of what God has given him, the rare privilege of seeing in heaven. He talks about the things that he that that uh, uh, that he actually saw a glimpse of. Uh, the Bible says that he saw the glory of God and him sitting on his throne. Uh, few people in the Bible were able to say they seen that. Isaiah said he seen it. Daniel talks about it. Ezekiel. Stephen talks about it when, when he said the heavens open up. And John talks about it when he uh, writes in Revelation. Uh, so God, uh, prophets have the courage to defend their position and defend their truth. Uh, and he said, and Micaiah began to defend his honest integrity to the king. When God gives us a message to convey to others, it is favorable or unfavorable. We must as a carrier uh, to present it as he presented to us. It says, and here die therefore the words of the Lord. Because it says, in spite of your unwilling uh, word of rejection, O king, it is to your advantage to hear the words of the Lord. He also says that he is not speaking the words on his own, nor is he acting out of any selfish motive against the king. He is God's messenger, and he is bringing the message of God, wants him to bring to the king. And he said, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the hosts of heaven standing by him. On the right hand is on the left. But God began to inform the experience of his um, uh by informing uh, God's method of communicating to him in the prophecy. He says, and, and it was by vision. In other words, I saw. Then he converts the source of his vision. It was from the Lord. And then he identifies the original origin of the vision in heaven. And, and uh, then he talks about the prophet declared the details of what he saw in heaven. The Lord sitting on his throne. God sitting on the throne is a symbol of his uh, rulership. And he further depicts the position of God's finished works. His throne uh, lets us know how permanent and ultimate rule he is in heaven. Because the throne is singing, it says only the divinity rule of heaven. Micaiah did tell the king that God is surrounded by willing angelical beings ready to do the bidding of his command. And all the hosts of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left hand. Let him know that God has the power to do whatever he says he's going to do. Pishon uh, says that God has heavenly position and rank. Those at his right hand declare their position of great power to execute the war of righteousness. Those on the left hand can declare their position of executing justice and truth. This is a picture that uh, Micaiah is, is trying to get uh, Ahab to see about what he's talking about. Verse 20 said, and the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and uh, and fall at the uh, mama Gilead? And one said to the, and one said on this mountain and, and another on another mountain. Verse 21, and there came for for spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Where will? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophet. 
And he said, Thyself, persuade him, and forbear also. Go forth and do. Verse 23, not a prophet. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all those that prophesied, all the prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. So the Lord, had, uh, he's sending him to know that all them prophets that you uh, are listening to, the Lord knows that they got an evil, evil uh, a spirit. I saw that, that they was going to lie to you. It's always a part of the prophecy that I saw. In verse 16 says, And King A, and the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back to Amon and the governor of the city and to judge the king and the son. So uh, he's letting them know that when you speak the truth, when you are bold enough to say what 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 uh, uh, is really the truth, we find out here, and the king says, take him and carry him back and give him to the city and judge our king and son. Here is clearly cut action that teaches us that the world will not show any mercy to any believer that stands in opposition of their selfish desire. Ahab, a hatred of God, his truth, and his servant, who burns the truth. His rejection signifies that he rejects uh, the prophet and his prophecy. Judge him as a phony, condemn him as guilty of having no love for him. As you see, uh, what's happening to him is similar to what happened to Jesus. In other words, Jesus came and spoke the truth concerning who he was and, and his and the prophecy that he he spoke of. And the same thing that happened to him, he sent him, they sent him to the judgment court and sent him and put him in jail. And, and so the same thing is happening to this prophet also. Many of the prophets of that time were in jail. Uh, uh, we talked here, Elijah was on the run all the time. Uh, they wanted to put him in jail. A lot of the prophets were were uh, in jail. If they weren't in jail, they were killed. The scripture said they killed the prophets and take him and carry him back. Uh, the king did not want, uh, he didn't even give uh, Micaiah a trial or uh, give him any chance to defend his innocence. Uh, all he, he, was, <laughs> he was the prosecuting attorney, the judge and jury. He wanted him out of his sight. Uh, many times when, when when you see what was going on at the White House under, under Trump, if you went against him, next thing you know, that person was fired. That person was was, was got rid of. So you find the same thing happening here. Uh, uh, this lesson teaches us about how leadership, how bad leadership do not want anybody speaking out against them. Verse 27 said, and and said, thus said the king, put this fellow in prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with with water of affliction until I come to thee. So the language that the king uses is so is really unkind to the point of recognizing that Micaiah, uh, he doesn't even call him by name. Uh, he just calls him this fellow. In other words, he he's putting him down, incarcerate him, lock him up. Take him out of circulation. Uh, that's, the, that's the orders of the king. And feed him bread of affliction and, and uh, with water of affliction. In other words, just give him enough to keep him alive. 
uh, don't give him enough bread for to really uh, uh, keep him strong, but just keep him from dying. Give him just a little bread and a little water, uh, just enough that he doesn't doesn't die. And uh, in other words, uh, until I come in peace, the king wanted uh, Micaiah to stay alive to witness his victory. In other words, when I go into battle and come back victorious. I want him alive to see that that what I what <laughs> what I have done. In other words, he he doesn't prophesize wrong. But verse eighteen, Micaiah uh, talks back even in his <laughs> in his bad condition. And Micaiah said, "If thou return at all in peace, the Lord has not spoken to me." And he said, "Hearken, O people, every one of you." Uh, uh, the gathered crowd made up of 400 prophets of Ahab and the two kings and the others that, that was witnessing the things that were going on between Ahab and Micaiah. And Micaiah gave the king an answer uh, uh, that he really don't want to hear, but this is the truth until I come in peace. And, uh, and Micaiah said, the truth, when it, it is known, supplies the one who knows it with strength and power and and certainty. In other words, Micaiah is not uh, uh, scared of what he's saying because he knows it is the truth. Uh, it is not the mind of Micaiah that there is any possibility that his prophecy would not come to pass. Uh, Ahaz has the power to put Micaiah to death, but God has the final say in this matter. Death does not come without God's okay. It is God that acts on, uh, uh, that sets our bound, not man. Therefore, we have nothing to fear from the threat of man when we are in the hands of God. So, uh, Micaiah is in the hand of God. Uh, if thy return at all in peace, the Lord has not spoken to me. The first thing Micaiah says to the king is that his death is certain. If he return at all, uh, he it, it will be a surprise. So Micaiah is saying, in other words, uh, King Ahab, God says that he will die in battle and he will not return alive in peace. Micaiah also says that uh, he is certainly of God's prophet words. He says the words of this prophecy does not come to pass. God has not even spoken to me. In other words, if, if you come back alive, uh, I, I know that God, it wasn't even God that was speaking to me, but I know you're not coming back alive. And he says, hearken, old people, every one of you. When we read, it, read this, we realize that the prophecy of Micaiah was true. And if you read uh, uh, a little bit further in, in the Bible, you'll find out that uh, Ahab went into Bella. And actually decide, dis, dis, disguised himself so he wouldn't even look like the king, hoping that he wouldn't be killed. But an arrow found his way through his armor and killed him anyway. God wants us to be firm in his, his words as Christians and, and, and uh, do not allow authority of the world to speak to shake us up or threaten us or to the point of holding our peace when God has gave us the words to say and what's the, and the action to take. There's a blessing to suffer for righteousness' sake. 
So it lets us know that we ought to speak the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. And that is a short version of today's lesson. Comments from anybody? Well, I really enjoyed the lesson tonight, and I just thank God for the teaching and uh, everyone's input. I just thank God I was fed on tonight. That is. Well, nobody else. Our president's coming up pretty soon, so I have oh, he no for He gonna be on tonight? Thank you coming on. It's, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, he got this some kind of state of uh, address for the first one hundred days or something. Oh, okay. Well, I'm looking forward for Saturday night, then Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, all right. It is at five o'clock, right? I want to make sure I got my time. Five o'clock. Yes, sir. All right. Five o'clock at the Crossroad Baptist Church. All right, we got it. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Deacon Wade. Thank you all for sharing in tonight. If there's nothing else, we ask that continue to pray and meet us at the Crossroad Church on Saturday night. All right. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this lesson. We ask that you bless us and keep us. Let us apply it to our daily life. Thank you for the students that participate. Thank you for the teacher that delivered the word on tonight. Bless, heal, and deliver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.